Stravo everybody. Uh, welcome to Drinks with Sarah. Today I am in Slovenia and I'm here with my friend Miha. So we are drinking some beer today. Miha, what are we drinking? Tell me about our drinks. Well, dobry večer. So you are drinking Ljubljana, which is the name of our capital, but at the same time uh, we have a lot of craft beers in the last 10-12 years. And so Ljubljana is one of the local craft beers that actually got the license to use the Ljubljana name. It is a bit different, like Ljubljana blah blah na, but it's a good craft beer from Ljubljana. And I'm drinking Bevok, which mm -hmm. is one of the first and still the best uh, craft beers in Slovenia. That's because it's from my part of Slovenia. I come from the chicken head. The chicken head. Mm -hmm. And the chicken head has a really, what, really wait, good... Wait, wait, hold on. He okay. means it, the chicken head because Slovenia is shaped like a chicken. Literally shaped like a chicken. Yeah. So you have a chicken head where I come from. You have chicken legs. You even have a chicken butt, which has the best wine called Brda. And we actually were there recently with our tour group. Yep. So, Miha is a, a local guide here in Ljubljana, but you also guide all over Slovenia, is that correct? I guide whole Slovenia, and I'm also tour leader twice per year for Slovenians to go abroad. Uh, okay, and uh, we were talking earlier that you've actually been to Thailand, done tours I've, in Thailand like I've, me. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I love Thailand. Yeah. I have a rule, I never go to the same country in three years. Yeah. But I've done Thailand, Sri Lanka, like we talked also, I did North Korea, <laughs> I, I did uh, Oman, I did... I was supposed to go to Uzbekistan in November, but it was not sold, you know how the, that is. Not enough people enrolled. Uh, but yeah, I, I take Slovenians abroad and I take uh, foreign people on the tours of Slovenia and Ljubljana. Okay. So I have a particular interest in Slovenia, and part of the reason that we're doing this tour that I'm on right now, which is a, um, a tour with my friend Andrew Vallone of Saver Tours, who's here, by the way. Say hi, Andrew. Hello. He's just quietly drinking his <laughs> wine in the corner over there, um, is that Andrew and I are doing tours to try and expose Slovenia and Slovenian cuisine to more of, a, of the world, especially Americans, because actually I am 50% Slovenian. My grandparent, great-grandparents emigrated uh, in the 19-teens from Slovenia uh, to Pennsylvania and actually this was a really weird thing because Miha and I were having a conversation about this and uh, my Slovenian friends joke that I count because there's only two million of you so even though I'm 50% I count right? Yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll take anyone we can get. You'll say, yeah, you just you just want the numbers, so you're fine yeah. that I'm not even full. I'm only <laughs> half. But um, that what was fascinating is you were saying that you ha actually know something about where my family, not my family specifically, but the Slovenians coming to the United States, where they came. My family came to Pennsylvania. So why did Slovenians go to Pennsylvania? Uh, because, Slovenia, uh, because Pennsylvania was looking for workers in the steel industry. Mm -hmm. So let me just say something. In my previous life, so I'm 42 years old, in my previous life, which was until 25, I was a journalist. Mm -hmm. So I did a lot of documentaries about tourism and I also did documentaries about Slovenians who moved, uh, who were economical migrants before the first and during the first and the second world war. And so a lot of Slovenians from all parts of Slovenia were going to Pennsylvania, they were going to Australia, they were going to uh, Argentina, everywhere where they were looking for workforce. Mm -hmm. And Pennsylvania, especially Bethlehem, Allentown, they had uh, huge steel factories and they needed people who were ready to work. Also Canada. There's a lot yeah. of Slovenians in Canada. Wow, that's really fascinating. I mean, for me, the, my quick little story with my, my great-grandparents is they moved there and then my grandparents uh, moved from 
uh, Pennsylvania from the steel working areas to California and that's how I ended up being from California uh, but the thing that's fascinating in my family is that even though my dad is from Ireland I was not raised as an Irish person I was raised as a Slovenian person because <laughs> Slovenians are very enthusiastic about their heritage so uh, we spent I spent my childhood growing up in the Slovenian hall so what is it about that I mean is it peculiar to Slovenians sticking together when they first moved to the United States or is that something you no, said you, you, everybody you, everybody does everybody, does everybody does it I mean you yeah. are put into a new environment and you you stick to what you know yeah so the people I've met in Pennsylvania or Argentina they are more Slovenian than we are yeah because they're keeping this old tradition that are gone here yeah. and you have to know I'm in business now of selling our net or our heritage to tourists yeah so I do traditional Slovenian evenings I do uh, tourist tours uh, of heritage tours uh, but when I was in the United States I've seen some traditions that are long gone here and like accordion is still very much alive in the United States oh yes uh, while here is now becoming back to prominence it was it was gone and now it's becoming more and more popular again Yep. I grew up polka dancing because my, oh, gran yeah. my grandfather was the polka king of Southern California. My mom yeah. sang in his band. And so that's a thing that you that's coming back, actually? Yeah, uh, it's coming back, the polka. And now we have for the first... Okay, I'm talking five years ago. Sure. For the first time in a long, long time, we had a really popular accordion band. It was called Modriani. I didn't like them, but yeah. the general population liked them. Huh. And they were big hit. They were like... Rolling Stones, but you have to know in the 50s, 60s, 70s, even now, one of the biggest bands in Europe, not just Slovenia, is Ausenik. If you ask a guy from Germany, from Austria, about uh, Oberkreiner music, yeah. they don't even know it, but this is Slovenian music. This is These are brothers Ausenik. They played accordion on a Mozart level. What? I mean, I've they really have sold, and this is official, they have sold more records in Central Europe and Germany than Rolling Stones. <laughs> they are... So, I mean, now wait, they're Slovenian dead, polka? A Slovenian polka. But <laughs> this is really... I mean, you, I mean, polka is like from here to here. Yeah. These guys are like virtuosos. Now you have a house of Ausenik. Uh, it's near Blit. Uh, you have a lot... It's just all about their music. And their music, even for me, who don't listen to this kind of music, it's really, really good. It huh. is like, wow. Wow, okay. I had absolutely no idea. So uh, I grew up listening to, to Slovenian language, but anything that I've ever tried to use when I visited Slovenian, people look at me like I'm insane. But but do tell me, do they still eat klobasi here? If they're equally bossy? No, klobasi, the sausage. Uh, klobasa, klobasa. Klobasi, Klo klobasi yeah. would be plural. Okay. So Slovenia, first of all, Slovenian language is really, really, really hard. Okay. Unlike Italian, Spanish, which are easy, we have... We, we, our there are four major language groups in Europe. Mm -hmm. Slavic, Germanic, Latin, and... <laughs> sorry? No, sorry. What I wanted to say is then you have, then you have Ugro Finnish languages, which are Hungarian and, and, and Estonia, Finland, and then you have the old languages. Okay. But Slavic languages are hard, so think Russian. And Slovenian language then got hard Russian mixed with hard German grammar. And you get something that's really, 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 really hard. So it's hard to speak Slovenian. Because you can say one thing in seven different ways and Slovenian will always know when you're wrong. Even Slovenians don't speak proper Slovenian language. 
So, yeah. And you were saying that in, it's dialectical also. Oh, yeah. Every region and we have really strong dialects. So you yeah. have to know Slovenia is small, but we have... You were talking about cuisine before. Yeah. We have 30... We don't have typical food. We have 30 different kinds of traditional food. Yeah. Because my part, chicken head part of Slovenia was under Hungary. So we have goulash, we have bograč. This is three kinds of meat. It's a bograč. It's, it's, it's a hot pot kind of thing. Ah. Then in the coastal area, of course, you have fish and you have pasta because this used to be under Italy. Mm -hmm. So you have, you have everything pasta, everything Italian. Then in the north, they were under Germanic influence. That means the food sucks, but the schnapps is good. <laughs> and, and then in the south and basically whole Slovenia also have a lot of Turkish influences because of Yugoslavia, because of Bosnia. Yeah. We have cevapcici, which are basically kofte. Uh, it's... it's Turkish food, it's uh, yeah. Middle Eastern food, so we really have everything as our traditional food. So yeah, there isn't really a specific traditional no, food. No, I mean you have uh, like regions with that you will have a specific food for regions, yeah. but it is for 200 years it's international food. Yeah, okay. We ate the klobasse and we yeah, ate the, yeah, the strudel. Yeah. That was the strudel thing that we is, ate yeah, the most. But strudel yeah. is really German if you it is think Austrian. of it. Yeah, but it's, it? you get it in Croatia, you get it in Slovenia. It's, it's, it's simple. You just basically take a dough and you roll stuff in it. And that's strudel. Huh. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been very enlightening to talk to you. Uh, I'm learning something about even my own heritage, which is fantastic. So you're a guide here in Ljubljana, and he just showed us around Ljubljana with our, our tour group. And so I thought it'd be great to have a little drink and learn a little bit more. So the one, the last thing I'd like you to teach us is how to say cheers in Slovenian. So how do so we say cheers? We say nazdravje. Nazdravje. Or the other one is živeli. Oh, Zivoli. I've heard that. Zivoli. Zivoli. What does that mean? Zivoli. Both mean, one means on your good health, the second one means long live. Long Zivoli. live. Zivoli. That, yeah. I like that one very well. Zivoli. Zivoli. Thank you so much. Havala, I believe is correct. Right? Havala. And thanks for joining us for another episode of Drinks with Sarah with my friend Mihai here in Ljubljana. Ciao.